You are listening to the weekly podcast of Bethlehem Temple Church in Middletown, Ohio. We pray you enjoy today's message. God will say, you remember me. So I said, Lord, I, I, I confess. You see, it's easy to say, I bless the Lord at all times. But you got to condition yourself for the good times, the bad times, That's right. the low times, the high times. You got to condition yourself, Lord, I will still praise you anyhow. Do I have any witness that? Amen. We thank God for the praise team. Thank God for the spirit. Thank God for the, the men's of Christ this morning. Give it honor to the shepherd of this house to give me the opportunity to minister the word to my lovely companion up there on the balcony doing her thing. <laughs> to all the ministers in the same, we say praise the Lord. I'd like to invite your attention to Psalms 42. In between verse 1 and 5, I'm going to read verse 2. We're just going to stand and read verse 2. Psalms 42, verse 2. As he had it, let's all read it together. My soul thirsted for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? You may be seated. I want to leave you with a subject this morning. How thirsty are you? Let it soak in. How thirsty are you? And I'm not talking about natural water or flesh desires. How spiritually thirsty are you for God? Father God, we thank you right now for your goodness. And we thank you for the word of God. Realize man should not live by bread alone, but by the word. Every word that comes out of my mouth. And Lord, keep flesh subject to the Spirit of God. And we ask you right now. Bless thy messenger because the word is already blessed, Lord. Strengthen me at this time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. How thirsty are you? Now, before we get to verse 1, David was always involved with some kind of trouble. 
And I'm learning in my saved life, you don't have to go looking for trouble. Trouble will come looking for you. That's for sure. That's for sure. And I don't care how soon you've been saved or how long you've been saved. It's not if, it's when. But see, if you, which it would be hard to believe though, but if you said you're not having trouble, just keep on living. Keep on walking with God. And see, as you walk with God, you will encounter all types of trouble. Yes, yes. Uh, one thing about trouble is unexpected. You could be doing good, and all of a sudden, trouble hits you. That's for sure. Some of us have physical trouble, you know. You get over one pain, you got another pain. Yeah. Or you may have psychological trouble where you, you, you things that sometimes you feel like you're going crazy, but you're not. It's just the enemy of your soul, which is your flesh, is fighting against you. He fights your mind, he fights your, your body, he fights your emotions. He even fights your finances. Yes. But David realized even though in all this trouble, he knew where to go to for help. Aren't you glad you got a God that you can take your problems and your troubles to? Because remember when you didn't really have a relationship with God, you took your trouble, you tried to fight your troubles in the bar, you tried to fight your trouble uh, on drugs or trying to, a variety of women, a variety of men. You see, there's nobody, there's no robots and aliens in here, so I can talk good, Pastor. That's right, that's right. But to try to fight that feeling of trouble by doing these things, but it's still left a void. But I know how to, I know how it is to have be in trouble and not have God. And I know how it is to be in trouble with and have God. It's a big difference from day and night. Oh yes, yes. Do I have any witness? Amen. Amen. And see, trouble will cause you to seek after God. You know, it's good to be on the mountaintop all the time, but God has to send some trouble to get you back down in the valley. Because how can you know, David, how can you know in Psalms, Lord will lead me, let me walk through the valley of shadow of death. How can you know that you can walk through the valley of shadow of death unless you've been in that problem, in, in the valley? That's right, that's right. In the desert. Oh, yes. David sought after God when he was in trouble. Here we find he's in trouble. He's away from the ark. He's away from the tabernacle. He's longing for God, but he's in a situation whether Absalom is after him or King Saul, whatever the situation is, he's in some type of desperate trouble. Ah. Uh, Hope isn't worth anything unless you're in a hopeless situation. All right, all right. 
when everything ain't going right, you don't seem to cling to hope and these things. You feel like sometimes we get to the point where we feel like we're doing this on our own. God bless us so much and so good that sometimes we act like we're in charge. But let God put you in a hopeless situation. Amen. Then you will grasp on the hope because you say, I'm tired of drowning. I'm tired of sinking. I'm tired of being in the valley. I'm tired of being pinned against the wall. I need some hope. Oh, yes. Uh, faith works better when you are at a dead end and you have nowhere to turn and nowhere to move. Faith works better when you just throw your hands up and surrender. Oh, yes. Faith works better when you are in a doubting situation. This is when God said, at, when you're at your weakest, now I show you my strength. God said, I'll step in and fix the situation. Uh, verse 1, as the heart panted after the water broke, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. You know, when I was doing some research on this, I knew something about it. I understood something about it. I figured out something about a deer that I didn't really know. Deer pant for water because they lack sweat glands, which are essential for regulating body temperature. That's why they, they press for water. They, they look for water. They, they have a thirst, a, a, a drive to find water to help the body breathe out the oxygen and allow the sweat glands to work so they won't die. Yeah. Uh, David realized, just as the deer, he said, my soul panteth after you, O Lord. David said, my survival kit is only in God. All right, all right. Now, if you think your survival kit is in the things you do, you, you are one most miserable person, and you will fall. The only survival is God. In him only do we move, live, and have our being. Without him, we're nothing. With him, we're more than a conqueror. But to God be the glory. Everything is evolves around God. Everything is about God. Uh, David said, my survival is to you, God. David was praying to God for, for help. He was praying to God for survival. He was praying to God for that thirst. He said, I need another drink from you, O Lord. Ah. Uh, David had an intense longing for God. He was longing for the time he spent in the presence of God. At this time, he was away from the house of worship. He, he missed the sons of Korah. They were the choir. They sung the songs. David wrote, but they sung the songs. He missed the choir. He missed the presence of God. Now, how many in here can witness to the fact that, you can raise your right hand and witness to the fact that COVID left an effect on you? Remember when we couldn't come to church? 
you know, I felt uncomfortable. And, and I knew I obeyed the situation. But my soul felt uncomfortable. You might say, well, you could be in the presence of God at home by yourself. That works, but it's not like corporate being with my brothers and my sisters. That is true. Because God said, never forsake yourself yourself, assemble yourself together as the days of evil approach. It's, God is more powerful when we are the brother and sister and fellowship in unity. It affected me. It caused me to think about God. It, it caused me to change my attitude when the doors of the church were able to be opened. My attitude changed. All right, all right. See, I've been saved long enough to know, and I don't need none of y'all to check me out how I am in church. But I know when I'm just going through the motions. Yeah. I know when I'm just playing the game. But I had to check my attitude and realize Amen. it's more important to come here expecting. It's more important to come here empty. Say, Lord, fill me up. It's more important to come here to expect to see the presence of God. Expect God to move more, more so than me just coming here through a program. All right. I'm talking about myself. Amen. Ah, and seeing how different ones are that got COVID and, and died, a lot of people I knew passed away from COVID. And Lord, you spare me. I don't even think I even had COVID. Thank, give God the praise. Even when I was out of my mind, he blessed me. Even when I was in my mind, he blessed me. Even when I was thought about, I ain't thinking about church, he still blessed me. It's the grace of God. Oh, yes. That's why my interest is different. Enter to his gates with thanksgiving. You know, problems will hit you regardless. That's right, that's right. You got to learn to leave that junk on the outside. Lord, I'm in here to see God. You know, you got to talk to this rascal every day, and I'm not crazy. That's right. I see a rise up and say, you need eat what you want to eat. I said, you a liar. Get back. <laughs> that's right. I know I ain't the only one fighting. That's right. Because I got some good desire for sweets and bread. That red meat. Yeah. It's a fight. It is that. But I thank God for the Holy Ghost. Yes. And even when I mess up, it's uh oh. God grace is sufficient. Yes, it is. Now, I ain't super spiritual like some of y'all. Uh, yeah, that's another sermon. I, <laughs> you get the picture. <laughs> My gratitude was different. Before, I was sort of lapsadaisy and, and going with devotions and all this, but after COVID, my gratitude changed because seeing how God, the death angel, was hitting other folk and God blessed me, blessed my wife, blessed my three sons, blessed my grandchildren. I don't think hardly any of them had COVID. If not, God still delivered them. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yeah. We don't know what unseen danger is latching at us. We don't know what sickness the devil wants to put on us, but God said, not so. It, he said, I'm in control. And see, the devil has to go to God for us. That's right. That's right. Thank you. Thank you. And quit putting everything on the devil. This this rascal you got to talk to. Don't be saying the devil made me do it. It's that, that's that old person. Yes, sir. Yes. 
how David realized my soul thirsted for God. Verse 2. Uh, David is saying he thirsts for the Spirit of God. I don't know exactly what location he was at. Whatever location he was at, he was in a position where he wasn't around the Ark of the Covenant. He wasn't around the tabernacle. Yes, yes. He couldn't worship. He said, how can I dance in a strange land? How can I worship God in a strange land? David longing for God. He has a thirst for the presence of God. Uh, he was missing, like I said, the Ark of the Symbol and the divine presence of God. Crying out for God to fellowship with him. Then he realized that he was in a situation where there was he couldn't experience the movement of God, couldn't experience the presence of God, even though God was there. But see, David, even, even in his mind, he knew there was an ordained place. God always has a place where he really showed himself. All right. He'll show himself at, at the house, but it's good that we press. Now, I'm going to say press our way. I, I'm not one of them that can just go skipping and coming in church. Sometimes I have to press my way to the house of God. Because bills hit your mind. Hey, you know, when you try to get right with God, bills pop up and, and things pop up, crazy dreams pop up, people that you, you, you don't you despise get on your nerves and everything pops up and you, you say, man, what is it? It's the enemy trying to keep you, separate you from God. He can't deal with God, so he'll deal with the person that, that loves God. Oh, yes. David realized. I'm in a situation where I need God. He realized he's in a place where he needs help. He said, Lord, help me. Lord, strengthen me. Lord, I know trouble, but see, he, even he overlooked his troubles. Yes, yes. He long, I remember a Psalm, I think 63, he said, even though he was in the desert and his body was thirsty, his body was hungry, but he said, I long for the presence of God. It's something about the presence of God. When you get in the presence of God, there is so much peace. You don't think about what you're going to eat. You don't even think about who you don't like, who you like. You don't even think about the problems you got. It's just something about being in the presence of God. It's peaceful. Yeah. It's like you could just rest in the bosom of Jesus. Ah, David realized. And then he said in verse 5, Why art thou cast down, O my son? David was in a very depressed state. He had to rebuke his depression. I'm telling you right now, if you don't acknowledge your depression, you will drown. If you don't acknowledge your suffering, you will drown. David acknowledged his depression and had to rebuke that carnal flesh. He rebuked the depression. He said, for I shall yet praise him. Even though I'm not in the presence of the Lord in the tabernacle around the ark, I still will praise the Lord. 
I don't care where you are, where you go. I don't care how bad things seem. I dare you to break out in a praise. Sometimes the best praise is when you are flat on your back. Sometimes the best praise is when you're down in the dumps. When you don't feel like praising God, that's when the best praise will come. Right, because right. it's not your flesh. It's the soul crying out, Lord, I thank you. It's the spirit of God. It's the joy that the Lord gives you that's bubbling up on the inside. Can I get a witness? Yeah. Oh, yes. They can say, for yet I shall praise you because I know the time will come shortly that I will be around the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> but see, God is everywhere. So why should I stop praising God because of my problems? <laughs> why should I stop praising God because I'm down in the dumps? <laughs> because God was there when you was in sin. <laughs> God was there when you was crazy. <laughs> God was there when you was lost. <laughs> I was lost, but God found you. <laughs> See, we didn't find him. He found us. See, David realized, even though I'm in a bad situation, I still will bless the Lord at all times. David realized, no matter how what comes, what go, he's worthy of all the praise. I will praise him for the favor that he allowed me. David said, when I messed up with Bathsheba, he was there. God, forgive me. See, David is a example of a man after God's own heart. He's committed adultery. He was involved in murder. We say we write him off. But look at some of us. Such as some of you. You was in a bad situation. You was on the top of the heap. You was one of the ten most wanted. But God delivered you. God helped you. How dare you sit there like you don't know God. You better say yourself. You better wake yourself. God said, I want to get praise from you. I took you down that I may bring you up. I took you around that might bring you through. I took you with hell that you might be real. He said, I need somebody to praise me. Give me praise. You ain't bad all by yourself. But I had that been for the Lord on your side. Where will you be? Wake up. Yes. Hallelujah. Wake up that sleepy job. Oh, David, realize I shall go to the house, but I will praise him for his favor. Lord, give me another drink that I might be able to put you first in my life. I don't know about you, but sometime on this road, my flesh get out of whack, and then I lose the love of God. And what I mean, I lay down the love of God. You never lose the love of God. I laid it down. I let other things distract other things get in the way. Lord, I need another drink that I might understand. I got to put you first. You was there when I thought about suicide. You was there when I got shot at. You was there when I was so drunk, so high. I should have owed thee, Brother Hall. But God said he ain't going to die yet. I need him to be delivered. He brought me out of darkness into a marvelous light. That's why I can't be still. I'm not going to condemn you. But when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he has done for me, my soul prays up. Hallelujah. Thank God for saving me. 
Lord, help me to study your word like you want me to study it. Because we're living in a time. Too many false prophets. Lord, I thank you for a shepherd. He preached the word with boldness. He ain't worried about who throwing stones. Because I'd rather be in favor with God than be out of contact with God. You can say what you want. I'm going to preach the word. Whether you want to hear it or not. I'm going to preach the word. Whether you walk out or not. I'm going to preach the word. Because it's just not only for you. It's for me. I need conviction. I need to be straightened. I need to be chastised sometimes. Because my flesh is running crazy. Oh yes. Oh yes. How thirsty are you? Oh yes. Sometimes we Lord help me to forgive others. And don't put a delay on it. Because don't you know unforgiveness is like putting yourself in a grave, in a casket, and sealing the casket. When you don't when you don't forgive folks, unforgiveness opens the door to sickness. Unforgiveness opens the door to Depression, unforgiveness, open the door to intense anger. Get rid of that unforgiveness. God is not in that. It's the devil of your soul that wants you to not forget. He want to separate you. He want to cause division. He want to cause you to give up. Give in and give out. But Lord, help me to be able to forgive people. Help me live a life with thanks, full thanksgiving, thankfulness. Lord, I want to praise you every day. Oh yes, even though I got arthritis, I'll still praise you. Even though my mind might be slipping sometimes, I'll still praise you. Even though I'll be 70 in May, I thank God I can still walk. I thank God I can still lift my leg when I think of the goodness. Of God. And all he had done, my soul cries out, Lord, keep me in a mind to pray to you, to pray to you in all seasons. Keep me in a mind to first love myself and then love others. Some of y'all have problems loving yourself. If you don't love yourself, you won't love others, you won't even love God. Lord, help me. Let me ask you a question. What do you know about Jesus? Amen. He's all right. He's all right. God is all right. The man is all right. When David got to the point where he can go back to the ark, I can see David dancing. I can see him saying, the weight is off. But see, he kept a positive attitude. He kept a positive mindset. And he didn't let nothing interfere with his God. I don't know about you, but I'm under attack. I'm not saying that for you to pray. It's like, oh, I'm blessed. I'm just keeping it real. I'm under attack. But I'm more than a time. I got my help. What I'm trying to say is you will not have everything going right. That's true. That's true. Tuesday, he's an alien robot. And neither one of them, we don't know if they live. Got life in them. But God, we all are under something. Yes. Whether we admit it or not. Amen. 
How thirsty are you? How thirsty are you for God? God's been good. Thank you for joining us. Please like our podcast and leave us a five-star review. God bless and have an amazing week.